Yay! The kids are finally asleep. So do you feel like... I've got a feeling a boss fight's coming up. Ooh, I just got wrecked. Headshot, baby. Ooh, it's your turn to get the baby. So are you up to the challenge? Run, 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 run. And we're dead. That's when I realized I have no idea what I'm doing. GG. Welcome back to another episode of the KJ After Dark Gamer Parents Podcast. My name is Kevin, and I'm joined by my fabulous wife, Joanne. Hello. Episode number 21. Wow. What a good one we're going to have for you guys today. But before we jump into that, Joanne, how was your week? My week has been going great. I mean, obviously, we're still trying to potty train our son. Emphasis on trying. Yes, emphasis on trying. And apart from that, I've done some wow cooking. You could check that out on our Instagram at KJ underscore after underscore dark to catch up on all the recipes from the World of Warcraft cookbook. They're really good. And if you have any questions, feel free to drop a comment and I'll try to answer them. And what else? So what did, what did you cook this week? So this week I cooked the lukewarm yak roast broth, which is a mist of pandaria kind of beef noodle soup. And then I also bake honey bread, which is from the Eversong forest, Eversong woods, I mean. And that's like the blood elves bread, which is pretty nice. It's sweet and kind of more crunchy on the outside and soft on the inside almost like those you know if you go to a fancy restaurant and they serve you bread in the beginning this is sort of like on par with those bread i would say like especially when it's fresh from the oven ooh, and you serve it you drizzle a bit of honey over it and eat it yum the kids love it and this is definitely something I would bake again. And I like how it looks like a beehive. Definitely check that photo. Give some love to that. It's not easy making such a unique looking bread. <laughs> what do you think about it? You had a bite or two, right, Kev? Okay, okay, okay. So customer review time. Ooh. Somebody who tried both of those things. The honey bread. I only got to try a little bit. I need to have a little bit more. Looks really cool. Like before even regardless of the taste. So check out the picture. But yeah, it does look like a beehive or something, kind of. It's in like that shape. And you can kind of like, it seems like you can just like peel the bread off like around it. A little bit, little bit sweet, just a tiny bit. And then one that I really liked was the soup that you made. And what was the name again? Lukewarm Yak Roast Broth. And you said lukewarm? Yeah, it's, it's called lukewarm in the recipe book, but it's best served hot. Yeah, that's uh, I, I don't like the name for it. I think that's a horrible name. I know. Um, it doesn't do it justice. It it makes it sound like something. Like you mentioned the name, and I was like, that doesn't sound good. And then and then mm. I remembered what it was, and I was like, okay, wait, that was really good. It was kind of almost like a. It's me. It was like a bowl of ramen, almost like you had the mm -hmm. noodles, the meat, egg, you know, the spices and everything. Like it was really good. Like that's something like good, like high quality oh. noodle bowl right there. Yeah. I mean, the, the broth itself is kind of like the broth that you would have when you eat the Vietnamese noodle soup thing, the pho. I'm sure if oh, I'm yeah. I had every right. bite. I even like slurped down the, the liquids and everything. It was, <laughs> that was really good. Yeah. We it just got to come up with good. a different name for it, though. 
Yeah. Lukewarm yak. Roast broth. Lukewarm yak? No. No, no, no. <laughs> nice and hot yummy. I know, I know. So, yeah, that was my week, basically. Same old, same old cooking and potty training. I know it's not the best to put those two side by side. When I say it, then I realize that it doesn't sound that good. But trust me, they were both hygienic and handled well. Don't do them at the same time. Just wash yeah. your hands before you cook anything. Yes, exactly. I do that. <laughs> Anyways, how was your week, Kev? Yes. Um, I mean, um, you know, I'm also involved in the potty training when I'm not at work. I've been more or less kind of the same with that and a little bit of potty training here and there. Um, work has been insanely busy this week, so this week actually went by really quick. That's true. As far as gaming goes, you know, a little bit of Hearthstone daily mobile when I can, and then, you know, some, some game of the week, which we'll get into. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't share my That's gaming part. It. I mean, we yeah, I mean, I haven't really done anything besides game of the week, I feel like. I thought did you played on Hearthstone. We, well, yeah, a little bit of Hearthstone. We Did didn't we play any Borderlands since no, last episode. No, we didn't play Borderlands since That's last a shame. episode. I did some Lost Ark because I had to claim my dailies, but nothing major. I didn't even hit the next milestone that I was hoping to, but it's okay. I have another week ahead of me, so it's been yeah. a busy week. That's for sure. I mean, between your work and you came home late a few times, and body training and my cooking, so we basically like had less time to game but we did cover quite a bit of the game of the week so that's good we can definitely give you guys a solid review don't worry about that gamer parents out there (laughs) yeah so um now that we talked about our weeks um i will go ahead and uh go over some new stuff as far as game pass games that were released So all in the last week, we have Assassin's Creed Origins on console, cloud, and PC, Chorus on console, cloud, and PC, Disc Room on console, cloud, and PC, and Space Lines from the Far Out on console and PC. Ooh, isn't that the next game we would want to try for the next episode? Yeah, uh, Space Lines from the Far Out looked kind of cool. A lot of the reviews said it was like Overcooked. In a way, it kind of looks like it, to be honest, except instead of like a kitchen that you're in and you're cooking, you're on kind of like this spaceship travel company that, you know, you take customers on your ship and you're like trying to keep them happy. And you're also trying to like take like maintain the ship at the same time. Oh, sounds like we're doing some, what do you call it? Flight attendant work. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So, um, where, you know, things are going to happen obviously on the ship. So we have to, you know, fix them or take care, feed hungry customers and all kinds of stuff. So I have a feeling it's going to be similar to like overcooked where like, we're going <laughs> to have like different tasks to do and stuff and like both try and work together to get stuff done. Okay. So, that I mean, sounds... We liked overcooked a lot. So, um, that looks like one we might like too. That sounds stressful at the same time but don't forget we're going to stream it on tuesday at 9 30 p.m central on our youtube channel be sure to catch us there and see us in action yes please do join us for some good solid streaming fun also on there i listed assassin's creed origins right that's one that we played but on ps4 Mm -hmm. a good while ago now it is going to be on game pass 
I mean, since we did play it before, probably not going to play it on on Game Pass for for PC. But for those who haven't tried it, definitely it's going to be free. So why not? I mean, yeah, it's a cool game. It's on Game Pass. It's not my favorite in terms of Assassin's Creed games. I mean, I liked Odyssey a yeah. lot more. Odyssey was awesome. I don't think I ever finished Assassin's Creed. Although it was kind of cool, like getting into like the areas where there's it's like swamps and there's crocodiles and hippos and weird ferocious animals. There's also like the pyramid pyramid sections of the map mm-hmm. that are really amazing and kind of awe inspiring to look at. But other than that, I really think a lot of the other Assassin's Creed games were just a bit better. So not the best but hey if you're looking for a game to play and you have game pass it's not a bad one mm-hmm. although that is only single player yep. i believe i don't mm-hmm. think i don't know no. i think so yeah for game releases this week we have spellforce 3 reforced on ps5 xbox series x and s ps4 and xbox one we have star wars knights of the old republic 2 the sith lords released on switch pro cycling manager on pc Four de france 2022 on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. We have Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba, the Hinokami Chronicles. Did I get that one right? Yeah, Kimetsu. Is that what language? Is that Japanese? Yes. I should have had you pronounce this one. <laughs> Joanne okay. speaks Japanese, by the way. You did well. Go on. <laughs> uh, on Switch. Mario Strikers Battle League on Switch and The Quarry on PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Any of those stand out to you? Mm, well, Demon Slayer, obviously, but I think that's single player. But that's on Switch, so never mind. Is that? I mean, it sounds cool. Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, the you know, Kami Chronicles is a mouthful. Star Wars sounds cool too. Yeah, I mean, it's on Switch too. The Star Wars games have had a lot of popularity in the past. I mean, I know I've heard people talk about it before. Um, and it's on Switch, so yeah, that's interesting. But um, on Switch. Although I've never played any of those games. And then some of the other ones don't really sound that interesting to me. Well, the Quarry sounds interesting. What is it about? Do you know? Well, I don't. That doesn't necessarily mean anything to me. And the quarry is just like a gather like rocks and stuff, right? So uh, I don't really know what that game's about. Might look it up at some point. Haven't looked up really any of these. And then Mario Strikers. I don't know. That I think that's a that a sport one. No Mario, idea. Mario, right? <laughs> and then Tour de France. No, thank you. And Pro Cycling Manager. Ooh, no I idea. just I just check out the quarry. It has multiplayer in it apparently and okay. it's a horror interactive drama horror video game drama horror interactive no. interesting we definitely would check it out yeah it has like multiplayer and single player mode so we never know we should definitely read the review and check that out too if okay. it has multiplayer yeah, it was literally just released today you're right oh my gosh well while we're recording this it's today Still, very recent, very new game. But that is it for new release games. Yep. Joanne, what do we have next? So I figured it's been a while since we've tried this conversation starter cards called Our Moments. Conversation starters for great relationships, it says. Our Moments Couples Edition. This is not an ad, but it's definitely recommended for any couples to try and use these cards on a date night or 
over dinner. Yeah, it's been a while since we've we've done this, so let's just do the the brief reasons why. I mean, over over time and the years, and you know, especially if you've been in a relationship for a long time, and you know, we talk pretty much about work or how our days were or what the kids are up to or mm-hmm. you know, what are we going to feed the kids or what are we going to do today and all that stuff. Yeah. And we don't really talk about you know, what are your dreams and goals yeah. and what are you you know, loving about life and blah, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. And if you feel like you're not really talking about any of those things in your relationship and it's just kind of getting through the day, mm-hmm. then, you know, something like this is helpful to get you guys talking about something that you would normally never really get to talk about. True. So it's just different ideas and topics and kind of conversation starters. So you can either use the same ones that we're using or you could probably find a good list online or you can get a deck of cards like this one and just kind of pick out ones at random that you want to maybe make a, a conversation about each each day or even mm-hmm. each week, whatever works for you. Yeah. So that's what Joanna and I are going to do now. Yep, definitely. Every relationship takes work. And especially when you're married and you have a lot of responsibilities like what Kevin said, this is the perfect way to talk about things apart from your children apart from your work and apart from chores like literally five ten minutes a day just focus on each other for a few minutes Mm -hmm. doesn't take much and it's really fun sometimes you'll be surprised at what your spouse or your partner would say when he answers the question so let's see from the card i'm gonna pull one random card out right now oh This is a nice way to start. It says, what was the best part of your day so far? The best part of my day? Well, the day is almost over because we do record these very late at night, which is why we call it after dark, not for any other reasons. (laughs) But best part of my day so far? Well, I mean, I always really look forward to our recording days for the reasons we just mentioned, right? Like it's our, I always say it's our activity and like yeah. it's the time that we, we get to spend together. Otherwise it's just us and the kids or us, you know, me by myself at work, I guess with my coworkers, but still. The bonding time. I really look forward to the streams and the recording. So the best part of my day has been so far, you know, the last 15, 16 minutes <laughs> uh, that we've been recording. I know that's Aww. cheesy, but you know, it's, it's my time with you doing what we love you know talking about our interests and everything that we like so this is this, i mean this is the best part of my day oh this is and you sweet. don't don't feel like you have to have the same answer no either you already have the icing on the cake so my answer is just gonna be whatever crumbs that are left no <laughs> <laughs> maybe no, you should have so, gone first taking the good answer no i i had already like the moment this card came out, I kind of knew what I was going to say. It was dinner time. We had Chick-fil-A because I was kind of too tired to cook today. So I decided, like, I called Kevin and asked him to, Hey, you're coming back from work. Do you mind? I'm craving this Chick-fil-A. Do you mind going to grab one for me, a sandwich for me? I'm always down for a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Yeah, and their waffle fries. Oh my gosh. So yeah, that was like the best part because number one, I didn't have to cook. Number two, I get to satisfy my craving. And and number three, I get to share it with you. So okay, yeah, good, that's the best part of my day. It's Chick-fil-A. 
That's probably number two for me. So right up there. <laughs> I would put them on par. Yeah. Right. Let me get the next question now. Okay. Let's go. What do you most look forward to about getting old? About getting old. Old. There's None of, of us look things forward. I, look, I don't look forward to about getting old. I know. <laughs> so who goes first on this one? Um, I'll let you go first. Okay. Um, I think those two things that I'm thinking of as far as what I'm looking forward to when I'm getting old, and I guess the main one would be grandkids, which is weird because like we're st still relatively new parents. We Are you have kidding? A three year old and a one year old. I know. But then you know I see like grandparents around that. I think it's it's different because you're not like the main person responsible for for these kids, right? So you kind sure. of just get them like in small doses, mm -hmm. and like usually you kind of get like the best of them, mm -hmm. and maybe a little bit of the worst too, but mostly the best of them. You don't really have to deal with them waking up in the middle of the night or throwing tantrums because you kind of just give them back to their parents or, you know, changing as many diapers all the time and all that kind of stuff and all the mm -hmm. hard, hard work that comes with having kids. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they will be helping out a lot. But anyways, I don't know. That's a long ways from now. And Plus, you have like 20 years in between your kids. There's a gap between when they're baby babies and when your grandkids come around. So that 20 years might probably change your perspective towards kids. And that's why you look forward to them. True. Well, I mean, like you get a long break from being around little kids like constantly. So by the time that comes back around, you probably like miss it, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe you just like to see your mini-me's mini-me. Yeah. So the other thing that I'm looking forward to about getting old, and again, you know, we're like still in our in our early 30s and probably have a long ways before all of this. But also, you know, I think a lot of people probably look forward to retirement and not having to work every day. And mm -hmm. I also know I am a long ways from that. But mm -hmm. hey, we're talking about what we're looking forward to when we're old. So this is fair, right? Yeah. But looking forward to the day that I don't have to get up and go to work every day oh we just hang out I've, i imagine we can you know drink our coffee or tea or juice pouch or whatever we're going to be drinking on the front <laughs> porch you know on a swing enjoying the early mornings mm. we'll probably wake up at like 4 a.m but that's okay <laughs> that's true what about you what are you uh looking forward to about getting old I most look forward to about getting old. Well, first and foremost, I do not look forward to getting old. <laughs> so it's kind of like... We're only talking about the positives here. No negatives. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But second, I'm forever 21, right? So yeah, this doesn't apply to me. No. <laughs> she does not age, people. She does not age. I don't know how many centuries I've been wandering this earth for. Whoa. <laughs> so dramatic. Anyways, um... I look forward to traveling in our golden years. Actually, it's like what you said. Yeah, it's retirement. But it, another thing is like, you know, I want to travel around the world with you while our kids are doing their own lives. And yeah, I mean, like my parents are recently retired and they travel now like way more than ever. Well, it's just and your dad. Yeah, but I mean, 
but because he's retired now, they're both out traveling together mm -hmm. and going places and on vacations. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, we kind of get to look at their life and be like, wow, they're out traveling, having so much fun, you know, retired, getting to enjoy life and everything. And be I like, know. we're wanting, we're living vicariously through them. So and we're the young ones with the, so with the babies. I know. So envious and they're like hey we've been through all that you know with you they've they've put in their hard work on this earth so let them enjoy yeah yep. that's true yeah hopefully hopefully i get to bring you to japan and you can enjoy all the parts of japan i want to show you bring you to malaysia and europe well who knows what places will be like when we're older i know the world's going to be a completely different place people I know. We might just have to use virtual reality to travel around. <laughs> if we ever miss the old days, we can just play games like Assassin's Creed or something that takes you to different eras in time. Kevin's perfectly fine with that. <laughs> I, I am. You do know me. So, yeah. That's all I have for the questions. And if you're ready, then we could jump into the game of the week. All right. Sounds good. So, game of the week was nobody saves the world nobody saves the world <laughs> which is kind of funny because it's saying nobody saves the world but we definitely saved the world but i think well, our name is also nobody yeah exactly our, we are nobodies we were like we woke up in a shed right yeah like you don't know who you are or where you came from or anything it's like how the game starts right mm -hmm. I think. the story is kind of confusing so just to kind of briefly kick it off, yeah, like you said, you wake up somewhere and you don't know anything about who you are, or where you came from, or even what your name is, and you find that like a powerful wizard like went missing or something, right? Or vanished? Yeah, I don't know how a powerful wizard could go missing. How powerful can he be if he got kidnapped? Yeah, I don't know. And then, but then, like you find his wand, and it gives you like some powers, and you can basically start to shape shift like into different things and you start off being able to shape shift like into a rat and it gives you like special abilities and then you basically complete like challenges or quests kind of by using those abilities that gives that, like levels up that form or that shape shift and then it unlocks new shape shifts and then that just like continues like those new shape shifts you have new quests for those and then when you complete those it unlocks new shape shifts i know it's, it's so basically confusing. like a spider web of different shape shifts as you like unlock more and more and more and more and they all can do different things right like the rat is small enough to like fit in certain small corridors and passageways that the other ones can't so like if you find something like that you'd be like oh let me switch over to the rat so I can get through here, you know, and then switch back or something to get around certain places. It does so, have the Zelda vibe to it, don't you think? Well, to me, that was because they have, like, the plants, like, the little bushels that you can, like, destroy. And they drop, like, coins and stuff. And that really feels like Zelda. Like, the old Zeldas. Mm -hmm. Pretty much, like, right from the start. So that's what really made it feel like Zelda to me, kind of. And, gotcha. you know, I, I do think they're creative about, like, for kind of making you switch to different shapeshifts. You know, there's, like, the, the mermaid, right, that can go in the water, yeah. for example. So, like, there are certain areas that are inaccessible except through water. Mm -hmm. So, like, once you get the mermaid, then you can go there. Or you can, like, find, like, a secret chest or, a, you know, a secret passage or... A, 
something that you couldn't get to until you get a certain form, like the mermaid one. True, true. Or the egg. Like we haven't got that form yet. I haven't figured out how to get that one. I, I feel like it we should have it by now. I think we had to use the rat to get it, but haven't unlocked it yet. But it's cool because I feel like they're just bombarding us with like quests and things to do to like level up and unlock more shapeshifts and I feel like it's it's extremely rewarding as far as in all of those things. Like every time we're like constantly completing quests and we're like constantly gaining levels and like getting stronger kind of and i mean right now we're like what level 15 already 20 maybe yeah and the animation what do you think i mean it's nothing special it's very simple it looks like something you see in cartoon network the emotes of the characters remember that randy go like that's like super he goes what he goes like (laughs) over the top i mean all their faces and their expressions when you talk to them it's kind of yeah. like well actually you don't talk to them it's like reading you read a text when you interact with them and yeah but they'll make like weird like grunts and yells and like they're not actually saying the words or anything but like they're expressing the emotions yeah <sighs> yeah just like that yeah. <laughs> but it's very cartoon networky yeah sure so yeah that's one I don't know how long the story would go do you know how long the gameplay I have no idea finishes? like it is I don't think it even lets us see like all of the future shapeshifts like we only get to see them like as we go kind of right i think really look that far out yeah no i mean it it says the name like the like the next one we know is necromancer but it doesn't show us how it looked like or anything it's just like a silver coin blocking it yeah so we kind of explained how the game works for the most part um is there anything else that you like about the game that we didn't touch on I like the music. It's very arcade music-like. It really like reminds me of the old arcade games that we listen to. I think I'm with you there. Yeah, I like the music. I do like how the different shapeshift forms, they have some abilities that you're kind of stuck with. And, you know, they belong to that, that form or that shapeshift. And then there's a couple of other, like, ability slots that you can, like, mix and match from other shapeshifts that you've unlocked mm-hmm. oh so another one was the horse we forgot about the horse right the yeah. horse is the one that moves really fast and you can like stomp around and do stuff but then you could also like equip like the rat's bite or like or arrows yeah so i don't know how but you can be a horse that shoots arrows out of your mouth just don't question it just roll with it people mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense i know but uh, yeah, you can be a horse and you can equip like a flurry of arrows ability or you can equip like, is it like the, the warrior that has like a stomp? Yeah, the stomp is use? the warrior. Or the slug has like the speed around and leave slime and everything. So like you can use these abilities on other forms to like kind of mix and match and get like a variety of different kinds of damage or like... You know, if you're like a melee form, you could pick up like a range or add like a ranged ability just to kind of give you a little bit of versatility. Yeah. What else do you like about this game? I think I've said most of it, like I the mean, variety yeah, of I, quests, like, uh, shape shifting. I like how there's a lot of different forms and they feel very different from each other, right? You could go like the squishy ranged ones or you could go like the 
more utility ones that have the shields and AOE and you know there are those the tanky ones that are kind of you know better for like surviving and kind of keeping people off of each other oh and then like the enemy has like specific weakness too that would tailor to our characters skill sets right like some enemies are weak to poison yeah, or they have like a, a shield that like they're pretty much immune until they take a certain kind of damage. So it kind mm -hmm. of forces us to forces us to have those kinds of damage like covered. You know, you don't want to take all the same kind of damage because then most likely you're not gonna need something later. Or shape shift mid fight or something. Yeah, you don't <laughs> Which, wanna have to do that, that'd be kind of annoying, but yeah. sometimes you have to. Sometimes you have to, but I do not like doing that. Like, what you like about the game, about the whole shapeshifting thing, is what I dislike about the game. So, I think this is not a game for non-gaming spouses or partners because it's gonna be really confusing. You just don't... Like, most of the time when we game, we just, like, stick to one character and just figure out how to use our skills from there. But this game, it's like, all right, when you fight this boss or when you do this quest, you need to be this character or use a skill set from a special, specific character. And it just, you know, confuses me, like, with all the controls, even though I'm a gamer myself, not right, as so I, pro gamer as Kevin, I, obviously, but yeah. Yeah, so I think for you, you like to pick a character that you like or that, is, that you could be decent with. And then just kind of stay there, right? And and play that character, and you know, do you do well because you you figured it out and you know how to play that one, and not be yeah. forced to switch around every thirty seconds. Yeah. So, yeah, I I yeah, I definitely get that. I'm kind of the one you know, I'll I'll pick things up really fast because I've been gaming all my life, and you know, and uh, I'm totally fine with switching characters constantly, and kind of can keep that together and keep those characters separated and. Still remember how to play all of them separately and together. No, 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 no. I, I game all my life too, but when I play a game, I like to stick to one character. Like even when I play WoW or my Lost Ark, I barely have any alts. When I do make alts, I take forever to level them up because of the same reasons. Like I get so used to using my main character's um, skill sets. So, just wanted to point that out and verify. <laughs> Alright, that's fair. Anyways, yeah. So, so yeah, if you do play this one, be prepared for it to basically force you to play as different characters mm -hmm. throughout the playthrough because that's the only way that you're going to unlock more characters. Yep. And certain you know enemies are going to require certain kinds of damage. And they might require range damage, so you have to play a range character, or maybe you have to go into the water, so you have to be a certain one that can go there, otherwise you can't. So it'll it'll force you to do play it a certain way. So if you don't like that, it might not be the game for you. Yeah. If you're okay having to be very, very diverse, yeah. The different characters or shape shifts that you're playing, then then you might be okay with this one. True that, true that. So that's just a minor dislike I have about the game. I mean, I, I knew that the game was meant for shape-shifting, so yeah. Another thing I don't like, can I jump to the don't like part? Absolutely. I don't like about it is like when we're playing and then like if I have to jump to the menu or to check the quest or something real quick, and then it forces you to go into the menu as well. Like it just interrupts both our game and it's not like you could control the menu when i'm in the menu you're just watching me do what i do and then 
when I get out of the menu and then you jump into the menu and then I have to watch what you're doing on the menu. Yeah, I, I don't understand why they did it this way. They, I, they really didn't need to do it like this. But yeah, like you said, when one of us goes into the menu, it basically like pauses the game for both players and we like basically you have to watch me be in the menu and you can't do anything you know and and the way that the game works you have to stay in the same screen together like the map is huge but yeah. if we separate then one of us will die i guess it's is it always you is it you no. I, I think it's you every single time i think i guess because i'm player one and you're player two i guess so or is it whoever leaves the screen i don't know yeah I mean, it's, and it's only three seconds before you just die, so yeah, it's like not if, that if long. Somebody leaves the screen or moves out of the the screen like three seconds, and then they'll they'll be dead, which doesn't really matter because you just respawn like ten seconds later with no penalty. Yeah, but it's just kind of annoying. It is. So I kind of get that, like, oh, if somebody's going to be in the menu, like the other person can't really do a whole lot because they can't go anywhere. But at least let that person do their own thing in the menu. Because usually, like, oh, let me go change my abilities, or you know, let me go, you know, look at which form I want to use, or you know, let me go turn in these quests, which you do in the menu. But it mm -hmm. seems completely pointless that it just makes the other person just watch instead yeah. of being able to do their own menu. Yeah. I mean, most of the games we play is like when I go to my inventory, and then you'll just be able to kill enemies around me and stuff like that and then when you go to do your inventory stuff and then i'll be like watching your back or something but i just don't like the fact that we have to stare at each other doing our own things yeah it's almost like the game was made single player and yeah. then like at the last second they decided to try and make it double player two player co-op and yeah. and do it like this way which is seems like it's really not needed one and one thing that's also like very shared about it though is like when we basically share the money, right? So we pick up money, it's all one pile of cash, right? Yeah. Um, that's shared. And when we buy upgrades or anything, it just affects both of us. So we have to kind of decide together, like, hey, do we want more offense or more defense? And, you know, and then it upgrades both of us at the same time, right? So, like, I can't go defensive and Joanne go offensive. It's, you know, if we upgrade one choice, it does it for both of us. Which is kind of okay, just because it makes it more simpler, because we just kind of, like, spread it out a little bit. Kind of like money in marriage, huh? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but I, um, the other way would be kind of nice, because maybe if we just split everything, and then, you know, I could choose what I want to upgrade, and exactly. you can choose what you're going to want to upgrade. I have no say in this. He, oh, he upgrades no. what he wants. <laughs> I'm no, kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I ask you before we buy anything <laughs> in-game. So, um... Because that's when we would be like, hey, what, do, what should we buy this time? You know, we're limited on, on funds, so we'd like have to agree on something that we would both find useful. Yeah. It's almost like we're two halves of the same character. Mm -hmm. I like marriage. Uh-huh. So, yeah, um, that was what I, I don't like about it. And it just like when you enter a room, it forces me to enter the room with you. <laughs> oh, that's kind of... That can be like trippy annoying. Because like, well, like you'll like i'll be running down right like south and you'll like go into a house like north oh you'll then... go into the house you're the curious one <laughs> okay well fine so i'm just giving you an example so i'm going up into the house you're going running down yeah. and then it'll pull you into the house with me but then since you're running down you'll immediately like run outside the house and then it takes me out with you 
So just like I don't know, it feels really clumsy. Yeah. The way it is. I don't know. Yeah. Or like even like if one of us talks to somebody, the other person like immediately gets teleported right next to him. Like we don't really need to be there if they're just talking to them. I don't know. It reminds me like in Titanic. Um, remember when the guy told the girl, he's like, if you jump, I jump kind of moment. And then this is the opposite feeling. This is like, if I jump, you jump. (laughs) So where it's really inconvenient, like going into the menu, it's like you're jumping. So then you're forcing me to jump with you and watch you. Sure. Yeah. Anyways. Like like the ice climbers from Super Smash is kind of what I think of. Like they're destined and forced to like make the same actions repeatedly (laughs) one after the other that is pure torture (laughs) yeah but i mean the game's still fun to me there's a lot it is you know it's kind of quirky and i think it's a game that would be like a fun weekend game to just play and get through together Mm -hmm. but you have to be okay with some of the quirks yeah we talked about what we liked and what we don't like let's go ahead and run through our ratings shall we yeah Category one is on convenience. convenience. What did you rate this one on convenience? I rated a three. Three on convenience. Based on that? the dislikes, like number one, all that if I jump, you jump kind of inconvenience that I we literally just talk about. Okay. So it's not like the timings of things as far as like load times or no, you know, save no. save opportunities or you know, how easy it is to AFK or, or exit the game and come back well, and that I'm, kind of stuff. I'm going to that. Well, number one is on that menu thing. And then number two is also because of that whole shape-shifting thing, which is kind of inconvenient for some people who are slow learning and grasping so many characters at, at once and skills at once. And then... In terms of dungeon, when you enter in, you have to finish a whole dungeon. It's not like you could AFK during the dungeon, but you could easily AFK after that. And once you clear a dungeon or when you're in a hallway, they don't really respawn. So yeah, I give it a three based on that. What about you? So I'm giving it a seven for convenience. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, I mean... You know, obviously the the menu thing is kind of like an annoyance, like because it just feels like time wasted when I'm just watching you like go through your abilities, and then right after that you have to watch me do the same thing when I should be able to do it at the same time as you. Mm, you're um, very that's, generous. That's not convenient, but it, this game does have save points like everywhere, like basically every like square of the map has like a save point that it'll just be there right in the middle of the path. And as soon as you walk by it, it like kind of glows and makes like a noise. And then, you know, it basically like automatically saved the game for you. So you can pretty much quit at any time and you know, and most likely should have saved in the last minute or two. Yeah. So, you know, it's not like you need to get to like a save point unless you're in a dungeon. So there's none of those save points in dungeons, at least that we've seen. Yeah. But some dungeons are really long, right? Some of the dungeons are a little bit long and annoying especially if you're having a hard time on the boss or something mm-hmm. but outside of the dungeons it's pretty convenient to kind mm-hmm. of just quit or leave whenever you want you know and it didn't take too long to like start up a game or anything so i mean yeah i mean seven's not an amazing score but as far as a convenience goes i think it's a pretty convenient game 
No, I think you were over generous there, but I, I agree <laughs> to disagree. Okay, okay, fine. How about communication? Next category. Well, I think because of how, like, if I jump, you jump. I have to emphasize on that a lot. I think it's pretty important to let me know that you're going into the menu, or if I'm going to menu. Now that our money is shared, we have to discuss on what to buy, and especially when you're walking too fast, I have to tell you to slow down so I don't die. You know, it follows the screen follows you because you're player one or something. I don't know, but. I would say communication is essential here, so I would give it a seven. Mostly in game. Out of the game, I don't remember talking to you a lot about it. That's compared true. to other games, because I didn't find it as interesting. But yeah, sure. And I think that's maybe that's because of this. Like I think a lot of the stuff that we talk about outside of the game is related to like story, right? Because we'll like tie the story or characters to like something in real life. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas if it's just you know action or good old fashioned fun stuff, then that's kind of different than like yeah. You know, we'll like quote one of the characters or something like that if it's like a story driven game. And this one's I don't think quite has that deep. We're not even talking about the story yet, so I won't get into that. But yeah, as far as communication, I think I'm giving it a seven also. Probably for the same reasons. Like it's a lot of communication in game that doesn't really get us talking much outside of the game. But at least as far as in the game, like you have to communicate even for stuff as simple as which direction we're gonna go. Yes. Because like literally, like I go where you go, otherwise I die <laughs> uh, if we leave the screen. So kind of have to. Yeah, agreed. You know? No, not only like even on that, like like I said, if one person dies, like ten seconds later they respawn. But if both people are dead at the same time, then it's like a game over and like mm-hmm. you go back to pretty much like the most, the closest save point, I guess. Yeah. And also like when we're in a dungeon and then if I don't communicate with you where I want to go, so I end up like aggroing um, enemies on the left and then you aggroing enemies on the right and then we both can't handle both horde of enemies. Yeah. It seems like a game that would be pretty hard to do by yourself. So like we try to... You know, take one group of enemies at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, and if one of us does die, the other one needs to make sure that they stay alive long enough for the yeah. next one to respawn, and vice versa. Start so kiting. Yeah, kind of <laughs> communication around that, and be like, "Oh, I died. Stay alive. Stay alive as I long know. as you can." You know, or even things like, "Oh, I'm getting low health. Like, I need the food. If we find any food, right? Because that's what oh, heals yeah. you." Give me the chocolate and chicken wings. Yeah, um, or we're constantly talking about what quests we have and what we need to do for them because they're related to like what shapeshifts we're using and what abilities we're using and how we're using them and all that. So, I mean, there's a lot of communication that goes into the game. Mm -hmm. You know, not not exactly the best kind of communication or what I'm looking for, which is kind of why (laughs) I only get to seven, but still a lot of gets us talking, you know, while we're playing it a lot. Yep, yep. What about the story? What do you think about the story? Story's cute so far. Very cartoony, very random. Um, like we haven't even figured out why that slug and his wife. You remember his wife was buried yeah. next to him and yeah. stuff like that. It was like so random. Like my wife is buried here. Can you help me talk to her spirit? There's a mage that could help. Yeah, me. we were saying there was a, supposed to be a slug that can like bring the. His wife back, back to, to life, life or, something. or something i don't know so, yeah i mean we have like a slug form and that didn't seem to do anything but 
There's also like a Necromancer that we haven't even unlocked yet. So maybe that has something to do with it. I maybe. don't know. I like how the part of the game, though, like has you try to figure out. It's like a puzzle, right? Like, this is the obstacle. Do you have a form that can get you past it? Mm-hmm. Right? There's like the mermaid, for example, goes through the water. We talked about that. Rat goes through stuff. Like, sometimes you'll reach characters that are like, like, oh, if you were fast enough, like, I would race you. And like you'd be a like, horse. Oh, well, hold on. Let me switch the horse and try talking to this person and then see what happens. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously as the horse you can race them and you can actually win you know and so that's how you use that shapeshift to like beat that quest so stuff like that where it forces you to like figure out how do you use your what you have available to you and it might even be something not available to you like the one that we couldn't figure out it's probably something we don't have yet so we're gonna have to come back to it yeah but back to the story i'm giving it um a seven i don't think it's bad i think there's a lot of story to each and every character and skill sets so that's my take seven again seven wow i uh kind of disagree with you on that one i mean seven's pretty good this is definitely yeah. no final fantasy um characters don't really talk besides the text bubbles and i mean m- most of the time they're just like joking around or like using extreme sarcasm not that i have anything against sarcasm it's just not really like juicy story it's just oh there's a mage missing and you're like on your quest going around killing stuff and and i don't know there wasn't doesn't really feel like a lot of like good story to me so i mean i'm giving it a three on the story really yeah this is how we both like compliment each other flip-flopped here yeah so uh, that's it on story. What about on repeatability? I want to finish this game only because I'm curious to see what other skills the other characters that we haven't unlocked have. So I'll play it till we're satisfied. But I don't think I would replay it again. So I would say it's pretty low. I'll give it a repeatability of maybe four. Four. Okay. On repeatability, I am giving it a two. And, you know, I think right now the the major thing keeping me going is just wanting to unlock the future shapeshifts. We're the same. And, like, you know, like the Necromancer one, right? It's like, oh, I yeah. want to see what he can do. Like, do you raise skeletons, like, from the ground? And do they run around and, like, fight for you? And do they take damage? And is that going to, like, be overpowered and stuff? There's, like, a... Uh, bodybuilder that i don't think we've unlocked yet and then there's like an egg which i have no idea what the egg's gonna do um but i want to find out like i have no idea what it's gonna do but i want to know and then what comes after the egg was like a dragon or something i guess so yeah from the nest the dragon like that's cool i want to see what it does is it gonna breathe fire is it gonna be able to fly um so that's kind of the only thing like i'm just i guess i'm just curious about these other forms and what they're gonna be able to do for us and i'm not i don't really care about the story like if we unlock all the forms and like i get to test them all out and try them and do what they do then like i'm gonna be kind of good at that point hopefully we're pretty far into the game you know if we I, get that far i have a like a sudden idea that we should like shift to every form and kind of like make a reel of of all our characters in different forms like, sure. next we need to, to unlock other. more forms though i know that would be cool we're then still we can missing make a, reel a lot and and edit it. <laughs> Not a bad idea. 
If we so what's your story? No, wait. What's your repeatability? Uh, I gave it a two. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, I don't really see any point in replaying the game. Exactly. Like, there's, you already have every character available to you. See, it's, so it does have a good story to make you curious and want to Well, that's not really the story. It's just <laughs> more like I want to see all the different forms you could take. I know. We're both very curious, so... Yeah, so last category is fun. What did you have for the fun? For the fun, I would say it's a pretty fun game, nevertheless. All the quirkiness aside, it is a pretty fun game to play together. It's always been extra fun when I play it with you. Aww. I'm going to give it a fun rating of 7. Seven's like my favorite number tonight, so. 7. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of 7s. I am just totaling yours up. Okay, then I will talk about my fun rating. I guess one of the few categories where we uh, line up pretty close. I'm giving it a fun score of six. And, you know, I'm, like I said, I think the, the best part are the different shapeshifts and how different they are. And, you know, you can mix it up. Like if you want to play as the archer for one level and then switch to the warrior and then switch to the slug or whatever. Mermaid. You know, mermaid. Mermaid's kind of fun too. But like they all feel so different from each other and you can like switch at will. You can switch in the middle of a boss fight if you want. You know, if you get bored of one, just switch to something different and kind of keep it rolling. So like that part of it, like you're not like locked to like, oh, I'm going to be an archer permanently and i'll learn different abilities but i'm always going to shoot arrows you know like you can feel like it mixes it up a lot more so that's kind of keeping it fun for me but that's kind of the only thing right now so i mean still six not bad yeah not bad quite yep. close to me so what's the total so my total i got was a 25 and yours was a 28 oh oh so, pretty close three points apart yeah um, not amazing scores, but you know, it's a fun, short, quick game to get through. Wasn't mm. expecting anything like super high, but, um, still enjoying it. You know, I don't know if I'm completely done with it, but mm -hmm. then again, Borderlands is still calling my name. I know. I know you're still into Lost Ark and stuff. So, um, I know I'm just waiting for another grounded update for something to do in that game. So there's just so many games pulling... I know, and I still, directions. I still feel the calling of World of Warcraft, especially since the latest patch that now the two factions can play together. So, yeah, I don't know if I would resub anytime soon. Probably too busy with Lost Ark for now, but one day I will definitely. I miss WoW. Yeah, maybe at some point the next expansion coming out. Yeah, you can help me level my horde character now with your oh. alliance character Ooh. Ooh, something new all right well that wraps up our game review and that also wraps up this episode uh, i would say if you haven't joined the discord you should definitely go ahead and do that you can uh, hang out with us there yep. also the twitter which is twitter.com slash kj after dark did yeah. you already say the instagram earlier yes i did but yeah, I can say it again at KJ underscore after underscore dark. And then, of course, a YouTube channel, which is KJ after dark. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, through a rating our way and a review, 
And that's all that we have for you this week. Take care.